Cantos thirteen to fifteen of Book Three of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph Dietz Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Omar Dutre. Canto thirteen, Augustia's Council. O Rama, great delight I feel. Pleased Lakshman, what thy faithful chill? That you within these shades I see. With Sita, come to honor me. But wandering through the rough rude wild, Has wearied Janak's gentle child. With labors of the way oppressed, The mighty lady longs for rest. Young, delicate, and soft and fair, Such toils as these, untrained to bear. Her wifely love the dame has led, The forest's troubled ways to tread. Here, Rama, See that not annoy her easy hours of tranquil joy. A glorious task has she essayed to follow thee through woodland shade. Since first from nature's hand she came, a omen's mood is still the same. When fortune smiles, her love to show and leave her lord in want and war. No pity then her heart can feel, she arms her soul with warrior steel. Swift as the storm of feathered king, uncertain as the lightning's wing. Not so thy spouse, her purer mind, shrinks from the faults of womankind. Like chaste Darunthati above, a paragon of faithful love. Let these blessed shades, dear Rama, be a home for Lakshman, her and thee. With raised hands reverently meek, he heard the holy hermit speak. And humbly does address the sire, Whose glory shone like kindled fire. How blessed am I, what thanks I wore, That our great master deigned to show, His favour, that his heart can be, Content with Lakshman Sita, me. Show me, I pray, some spot of ground, Where teak trees wave, and springs abound, That I may raise my hermit cell, And there in tranquil pleasure dwell. Then does replied Augustia, best, of hermits, to the chief's request. When for a little he had bent, his thoughts upon that prayer intent. Beloved son, four leagues away, is Panchvati, bright and gay. Thronged with its dear, most fair it looks, with berries, fruit, and water brooks. There built thee, with thy brother's aid, a cottage in the quiet shade. And faithful to thy sire's behest, Obedient to the sentence, rest. For well, O sinless chieftain, well, I know thy tale, how all befell. Stern penance and the love I bore, Thy royal sire supply the law. To me long rites and forbid chill, The wish that tears thy heart reveal. And hence, my guest, I bade thee be, That this pure grove, might shelter thee. So now thereafter does I speak, the shades of Pajvati seek. Their tranquil spot is bright and fair, and Sita will be happy there. Not far remote from here it lies, a grove to charm dull loving eyes. Godavari's pure stream is nigh, their Sita's days will sweetly fly. Pure, lovely, rich in many a charm, O hero of the mighty arm, 
It is gay with every plant and fruit, and trunks of gay buds never mute. Thou, true to virtue's path, hast might to screen its trusting anchorite, and wilt from thy new home defend the hermits who on thee depend. Now yonder prince, direct thine eyes, where dense Madhukauts arise, peels the dark shade and e-swing fort, turn to a victory on the north, then onward up a sloping mead, flanked by a hill the way will lead. There Pajvati, ever gay, with ceaseless bloom thy steps will stay. The hermit ceased, the princely too, with seemly honours made adieu, which reverence ill awe each youth, bowed to the saint whose word was truth, and then, dismissed with Sita, they, to Panchvati, took their way. Thus when each royal prince had grasped, his warrior's mighty bow and clasped, his quiver to his side, with watchful eyes along the road, the glorious Saint Augustia showed, dauntless in fight, the brothers trod, and Sita with them hide. Canto Fortin Jatayus Then, as the son of Raghu made his way to Panchvati's shade, a mighty vulture he beheld, of size and strength unparalleled. The princess, when the bird they saw, approached with reverence and awe, and as his giant form they eyed, tell who thou art, in wonder cried. The bird, as though their hearts to gain, addressed them thus in gentler strain. In me, dear sons, the friend behold, your royal father loved of old. He spoke, nor long did drama wait, his sire's dear friend to venerate. He bade the bird declare his name, and the high race of which he came. When Raghu's son had spoken, he declared his name and pedigree, his words prolonging to disclose how all the things that be arose. Lest while I tell, O Raghu's son, the first-born fathers, one by one, great lords of life, once all in art and all in heaven derived their birth. First Kardam, Hats the glorious race, where Bikrit holds the second place, with Shesa sends Ray next in line, and Bahuputra's might divine. Then Stanu and Marichi came, Atri and Kratu's forceful frame. Bulastia followed, next to him, Angira's name shall never be dim, Pracheta's Bula next, and then Daksha, Vivashwat, praised of man. Arishtanami next and last, Kashyap in glory unsurpassed. From Daksha, fame the tale has told, Three score bright daughters sprang of old. Of these fair western nymphs, the great, Lord Kashyap sought and wedded eight. Aditi, Diti, Kalaka, Tamra, Danu, and Anala, And Krodavasa, swift to ire, And Manu, glorious as a sire. Then, when the mighty Kashyap cried, delighted to each tender bride, Sons shalt thou bear to rule the tree, great walls, in might resembling me. Aditi, Diti, and Danu obeyed his will as concerts true, and Kalaka, but all the rest refused to hear the Lord's behest. First Aditi conceived, and she, mother of thirty gods and three, 
the Vasus and Adityas bear, Rudras and Vashwins have only pair. Of Diti sprang the Daityas, fame, delights to lord their ancient name. In days of yore their empire dread, over earth and woods and ocean spread. Danu was mother of a child, O hero, a Swagriba's child. And Danak next and Kalak came, of Kalaka, celestial dame. Of Tamra too, five daughters bright, in deathless glory sprang to light. And nobling fame still keeps alive the titles of the lovely five. Immortal honor still she claims, for Crunchy, Vashi, Sainese names. And wills not that the world forget, Suki or Tritarashtri yet. Then Crunchy bear the crown and owl, and Vashi tribes of waterfowl. Vultures and hawks that race through air, with stormfleet pinions, sandy bear. All swans and geese on mare and brook, their birth from Tritarashtri took. And all the river-haunting brood of ducks, a countless multitude. From Suki, Nala spring, who bear, Dame Vinata surpassing fair. From fiery Krodavasa, ten, bright daughters sprang, O king of men. Mrigi and Mrigamanda named, Hari and Vadramada famed, Sarduni, Sweta, fair to see, Matangi bright and Suravi. Surasa marked with each fair sign, and Kadruma, all maids divine. Mrigi, O prince without a peer, was mother of the herds of deer. The bear, the yak, the mountain roe, debarred to Mrigamanda O. And Vadramada joyed to be, mother of fair Iravati, who bare Airavat, hues of mould, mid waters of the art and rolled. From Hari, lordly lions trace, with monkeys of the wild, their race, from the great dame Sarduli styled, sprang parts, langurs, and tigers wild. Matangi prince gave power to all, Matangas, elephants strong and tall, and sweater bore the breasts who stand, one at each wind, out's water band. Next Suravi the goddess bore, two heavenly maids of prince of yore, Gandharvi, dear to fame is she, and her sweet sister Rohini. With kind this daughter filled each mead, and bright Gandharvi bore the steed, Surasa bore the serpents all, the snakes Kadru their mother call. Then Manu, high-souled Kaishyap's wife, to all the race of man gave life. The Brahmans first, the Kshatriya cast, then Vaishyas, and the Shudras last. Sprang from her mouth the Brahman race, her chest, the Kshatriya's natal place. The Vaishyas from her ties, it is said, the Sudras from her feet were bred. From Anala all the trees that hang, their fair fruit-laden branches sprang. The child of beauteous Suki bore, Vinata, as I taught before. And Surasa and Kadru were, born of one dame, a noble pair. Kadru gave birth to countless snakes, that roamed the earth in woods and brakes. Arun and Garur, swift of flight, by Binata were given to light. And sons of Arun, red as morn, Sampati first, then I was born. Me then, O tamer of the foe, Jatayus, son of Sani, know.
Thy ready helper will I be, And guard thy house, if thou agree. When thou and Lakshman ours the chase, By Sita's side shall be my place. With courteous thanks for promised aid, The prince to rapture steered, Bent low and due obeisance paid, Embraced the royal bird. He often in the days gone by Had heard his father tell, how, linked with him in friendship's tie, he loved Jatayu's well. He hastened to his trusted friend, his darling to confide, and through the wood his steps to bend by strong Jatayu's side. On to the grove with Lakshman near, the prince his way pursued, to free those pleasant shades from fear, and slay the giant brood. Canto 15 Panchvati Arrived at Panchvati's shade, where sylvan life and serpent strayed, Rama in words like these addressed, Lakshman, of Viga unrepressed. Brother, our home is here, behold, the grove of which the hermit told. The bowers of Panchvati see, made fair by every blooming tree. Now, brother, Bend thine eyes around, with skilful glance survey the ground. Here be some spot selected, best approved for gentle hermit's rest. Where thou, the mighty dame, and I may dwell while seasons sweetly fly. Some pleasant spot be chosen where pure waters glim and trees are fair. Some nook where flowers and wood are found and sacred grass and springs abound. Then Lakshman Sita, standing by, raised reverent hands, and made reply, A hundred years shall flee, and still will I obey my brother's will. Select thyself a pleasant spot, be mine the care to rear the court. The glorious chieftain, pleased to hear, that loving speech that soothed his ear, selected with observant care, a spot with every charm most fair. He stood within that calm retreat, a shade for Hamid's home most meet, and thus Sumitra's son addressed, while his dear hand in his he pressed. See, see this smooth and lovely glade, which flowery trees and circling shade. Do thou, beloved Lakshman, rear, a pleasant court to lodge us here, I see beyond that feathery break the gleaming of a lilied lake, where flowers in sunlight glory throw fresh odours from the wave below. Augustia's words now find we true. He told the charms which here we view. Here are the trees that blossom over Godavari's most lovely shore, whose pleasant flood from side to side with swans and geese is beautified and fair banks crowded with the deer that steal from every covert near. The peacock's cry is loud and shrill from many a tall and lovely hill, green-belted by the trees that wave, full blossoms over the rock and cave. Like elephants whose huge fronts glow with painted streaks the mountains show, long lines of gold and silver sheen with copper's darker hues between. With every tree each hill is graced, 
where creepers blossom interlaced. Look where the salt's long branches sway, and palms their fan-like lips display. The date tree and the jock are near, and their long stems, the malas rear. See the tall mango lift his head, Ashoka's all their glory spread. The ketak has sweet buds unfold, and jumpaks hang their cups of gold. The spot is pure and pleasant here, are multitudes of birds and deer. O Lakshman, with our father's friend, what happy hours we here shall spend. He spoke, the conquering Lakshman heart, obedient to his brother's word. Raised by his toil a cottage stood, to shelter Rama in the oud, of ample size, with leaves overlaid, of hardened art the walls were made. The strong bamboos his hands had felled, for pillars fair the roof upheld, and rafter beam and lath supplied, while interwrought from side to side. Then Sami bows he deftly spread, and laced with knotted cord overhead, while thatched above from ridge to eaves, with holy grass and reed and leaves. The mighty chief with careful toil had cleared the ground and smoothed the soil, when now, his loving labour done, rose a fair home for Ragu's son. Then when his work was duly wrought, Godavari's sweet stream he sought, bathed, plucked the lilies, and a store of fruit and berries homeward bore. Then sacrifice he duly paid, and wooed the gods their hopes to aid, and then to Rama proudly showed the cart prepared for his abode. Then Ragu's son with Sita gazed upon the home his hands had raised, and transport trilled his bosom through his leafy hermitage to view. The glorious son of Ragu round his brother's neck his arms inwound, and thus began his sweet address of deep-felt joy and gentleness. Well pleased am I, dear Lord, to see this noble work performed by thee. For this, sole grace I can bestow, About thy neck mine arms I trow. So wise art thou, thy breast is filled, With grateful thoughts in duty skilled. Our mighty father, free from stain, In thee his offspring leaps again. Thus spoke the prince, who lent to grace, To fortune, pride of Ragu's race. Then in that spot whose pleasant shade Gave store of fruit, content his state. With Lakshman and his metal spouse, He spent his days near sheltering boughs, As happy as a god on high Lives in his mansion in the sky. End of Cantos 13, 14 and 15